0: Welcome to the Story Takes Responsibility podcast, a show for companies, marketing teams and founders looking to improve their storytelling through video. Make the process easier and feel more confident walking into their marketing plans. Our mission is to add value through our decade plus experience in making video production more than just videos, but videos with objectives and partnerships with brands that value consistency. Our hope is that this podcast makes you more sustainable and budget conscious in your marketing efforts. This show will inspire ideas and value, but most importantly, we want you to take action towards better storytelling.
1: All right, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the show. Ross and Josh here from Milan. As always, you know how it goes. We're gonna be talking about a topic this episode. This one, we're gonna dig into the team sport, the team-like aspect of filmmaking and what we mean by that, how we build our teams, how we approach different projects how certain projects take very specific and certain types of teams, because it's not just about like grabbing 20 people and everybody grabs a piece of gear and we sit down and we just go film stuff, blah, blah, blah. There's a strategy to it. There's a purpose to it. So let's talk about it. How is filmmaking like a team sport? What do we mean when we say that?
0: Well, I think, you know, with video production, one of the biggest things that we always try to, you know, when you get to the production piece, it's excited for clients to get excited about the camera, the lights, all the things. And it's like, oh, we're doing the thing. We're making the thing. We're advertising the business, whatever the case may be. But something we work at is how do we demystify video production? How do we make this complex, sometimes a little overwhelming thing feel as you know easy and seamless as possible? And we have years of doing this. So like I've spent so much time just trying to make people feel comfortable on set. You know What is the on-set culture? And when I think about building our team, you know, like when you look at our business, it's like, it's really you and me and then a bunch of subcontractors that we bring in. So it would be really easy for there to be this weird inconsistency or people to not like work. So when I think about building the team, it's about creating chemistry on set. So I have a lot of conversations with our team. You have a lot of conversations with the creative community. And it's about finding the right fit, the right people, the people that Passion isn't the word that I would necessarily use. It's the people who like really want to be there that really care about either getting better at their craft or care about people in general or have whatever this X factor is. So when we're looking at building that team, you know, I say we look at three-dimensional filmmakers, three-dimensional creatives, people that aren't just, you know, great at their skill or have the right gear, but it's people that have good attitude. You know, that attitude goes a long way and you'll hear anyone say is like, Filmmaking is about having the right people that you can deal with them all day long. Part of that starts with the leadership. You know, when I'm bringing on a good client, I want to make sure they're a good fit. I want to make sure we're a good fit with them. But just as much, this isn't just about getting new clients. I want to bring people into our ecosystem that we can give them an opportunity to grow or that they're adding value to us or they're adding value to the client's project. So, you know, it is a team sport. You know, there are times on set that it's high pressure, but there's high reward too you know, I want to be quick. I want to be efficient. I want to manage time really well, but I want to have fun on set. You know, we've put a big emphasis on behind the scenes content for all of our projects because genuinely, like I look at, you know, what we're making today. Yeah. We're making art. Yeah. We're impacting businesses. Yeah. We're doing all those things, but I want to be able to look back on the things that we made and see it as a good time, like a home video. And I want to be able to look back at all these people that we've brought into our ecosystem over the year and know that, like, we had a lot of fun making this stuff together. You know, are are we going to be doing this 20 years from now or are things going to totally change? Are things going to adapt over time? To me, this is that opportunity to be able to, like, make things and have fun while we're making the things.
1: Uh, you know what i mean right 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 so uh, let's talk about like let's talk about the client side a little bit because i think it's super easy for a lot of the times to go into a production go into planning of a project and it's super transactional it's very much like oh it's us and it's you it's almost like you've got your team the production side the your business that we're hiring and we the client we the business we've got our team and they're two separate things and we're just kind of trying to kind of figure out how we can come together basically so you can give us this product that we want. We pay you and we say goodbye. Like that's, I know that that's something that for years we always honestly tried to avoid. We've been kind of taking this team mentality of, no, we collectively are the team together. We are joining in and becoming the same team as we enter this, enter this project. That's something that we've been doing, honestly, for years. And you know, like one of the big things that comes to my mind in recent history is like the, uh, just to kind of name drop a project here, is like the CrossFit Hannah project. Yeah. That was like a really fun example of kind of like a, a trifecta of a team. Yeah. Where it was us and our team coming together with the CrossFit Hannah team, but also coming together with the OHD team, and I mean, we got to do something relatively different with that project. We got to use the bolt, we got to do all that sort of stuff. But that also spawned into um, getting to shoot a lot of subject matters for CrossFit Hannah itself, and obviously it worked out great because like I'm at CrossFit Hannah, but also CrossFit Hannah, their building is on OHD's space. And so it, like, it was this perfect storm of like, oh, well, we're all kind of already a team. We all, we all have like things that are adjacent to each other. We're all connected in these ways. So why don't we make use of it? But whether that early connection is there or not, I still think that like those conversations can be had. And it's not as difficult to formulate that team going into a project as what it may be. And the result that us forming this huge team with with you know all of those you know entities in one, I mean that was probably one of the most fun. I mean, if I'll, if I'll label it like a commercial project, that was one of the more fun commercial projects that I feel like we've ever gotten to do. And yes, we're getting to use something like the bolt and shoot these like awesome crazy shots and all that sort of stuff. But it was more so like the planning process that we all got to involve ourselves in. Yeah. Because it wasn't just I mean, like, I don't know how to run a bolt. I don't know how to plan a bolt project. So we needed the teamwork from OHD to come in and say, okay, here's how we execute this thing. What are your guys' ideas? Cool. Here's how we do this, right? And of course, also the ability to work with the CrossFit Gehanna team of like, hey, can you shut down the gym for two days? Are you willing to, who, who from the gym is willing to come in and lift a bunch of weights multiple times in a row so we can get these shots with the bolt because we're going to do them one after another, after another. And hey, can we cover the gym in a bunch of different crazy lights? And hey, also working on like, does this meet the brand guidelines that we're establishing with the gym? There's all of these different elements that it wasn't just hey, the Milan team wants to make something creative, so they're going to grab gear from OHD, they're going to take it over to the gym, and they're just going to point the camera and shoot. Mm -hmm. All of that was built off of this kind of like trifecta of communication of, hey, this side needs this from this side. This side needs this from that side, and so on and so forth, and how that actually you know, just kind of comes together to create the perfect storm. That to me is one of the main examples that comes to my mind, at least that I, I think of really making this like, okay, that was truly a team effort. Not that other ones weren't, but that one is like almost, a, a, to me, at least a glaring example.
0: Yeah, and and I think there's so many things in that. In, in the CrossFit Kahana project we did, it, it's probably the biggest thing we've done for the year. You know, it's in in terms of there was so many things that could go wrong. And I'm a system maker, you know, so as a system maker, it's like, how do I get all the parties to trust one another to work towards that common goal together And it's like one of the things when I think about that team sport element is, okay, there's the creative concept, then there's all the like logistical things, then there's the execution piece of that. And we got to meet in the middle. You know, if there's a diagram of circles, it's like meeting in the middle is the magic. And if we lean too far over here, lean too far over here, lean too far over here, it starts to get problematic. It starts to get slow and clunky and all that sort of stuff. So trust is an obvious word. Alignment is an obvious word. For me, it's like massaging all those things out. Like if we look at that, that's a bigger production in terms of like there's a creative – Jump, But there's also a big crew. I mean, if you think about like our side of things, I think we ended up with 11 people on set. If you look at the CrossFit Gehanna side of things, there ended up being 11 interviews that we did. And then on the bolt day, we ended up having seven different people scheduled to coordinate. So you're coordinating 24 plus people's, you know, schedules together to make this whole project work. If we're over here on the creative imagination side and we're only over there and we're not respecting what's the logistical side of getting 24 people together in the same room towards a common goal to make the day go as smooth as possible, then you're working against a piece of technology like the bolt. When you look at this robot arm that's designed to make these precision moves on paper, on tech, it sounds cool. There's infinite possibilities. But when you have an objective of How do we make this work to where people who are physically lifting weights aren't getting so worn out? That's this magical thing. That's this teamwork that's required to kind of move the day forward, to manage the time, to make sure we're not destroying anybody's body in the process, and to make sure that we're making art that has an objective together. So that doesn't just happen by accident. That happens by Brian operates his company as a family. He looks at you as an extension of the family. They know Ohio HD. Ohio HD loves making these complex productions possible. So for me, like I really had to be in the middle of all that. I had to talk to you and be like, what are some of the things? Here's what I need to be able to relay over to Ohio HD. Ohio HD, what do you need for me to be able to relay over to them? And it's all this back and forth. Communication is an obvious thing that enhances trust, that reduces some of these things. But if we don't think about that holistically, then it's just like we're excited about the idea of production, the idea of creating something. And we're not really thinking about how do we make you know Ohio HD better? How do we make our crew better so they're more prepared? How do we make CrossFit Gehanna or any client for that matter more prepared for this production so we have better success? Comes down to teamwork. Comes down to that team sport mentality. And you know I can will everything upon my shoulders, or you can, and you can want things to work, but it doesn't really work until you remove that hierarchy and you invite people in. You know, you hear the saying of like information is power. It's not really powerful until you break it down and you make that tangible and actionable for everyone to work towards that, not just a few people.
1: So when we're talking about the idea of, you know, filmmaking, production, projects, whatever, being more of this team sport style of thing, where do people often go wrong? Let's 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 strip everything down to take those first few steps of like okay, um, let's say client is is in contact with production team or production team is reaching out to client, whatever it may be. Those conversations are beginning, and they probably you know is it the fact that most things lean more transactional too often? Is it that we throw logic out the window in favor of super awesome creative ideas? where's where's that kind of imbalance you know there's always a budget that pops up that can always throw a wrench in people's plans even though there's always a way to smooth that over and make it make sense um you know but but what are those kind of initial things what's the thing that makes filmmaking not a team sport that everyone could be working a little bit better at
0: uh, i'll use myself as an example in our early years when you know to put the leadership hat on for a second when i wasn't a leader and we were trying to make productions and there was all this inconsistency all these friction points you know the problem was, was, I was really bad at delegation. I wasn't good when people went at, would ask me like, hey, how can I help? When I started to really take ownership of like, I'm making some mistakes. I'm not giving people the right information. That's when it clicked for me. This is gonna be different case to case. But as someone who, who you know, like, yeah, I make creative things. I love lighting. I love cameras. I love making beautiful images. You know that, I know that. But the reality is, is like, that's the reward for doing the systems and process, the planning, the delegation. And if I'm to go, you know, into sports mode, it's like, it's putting the right players in the right positions, you know? Okay. Maybe this job at hand, if we look at the bolt job, it's a rare case, you know, like if you're in that 10 to 20, you know, person production side of things, we really do that. Maybe 5%, 5 to 10% of the time we're not doing, that's not a huge focus of ours. Most of the time we're in that sweet spot of four to seven people And my mentality with that is not looking at that as four to seven people. But if we have four people on set, how do I make it feel like 15? The only way you do that is by actually understanding this person is great at these three things. And if I set them up for success in this one role and give them the right roles, the right responsibilities, and give them the right information to understand the significance of this job, this client, the things attached to it, then they have purpose, mission, values, all those great things. And we actually work as a unit because it's not me saying I'm the leader and I'm doing the cool things and you're doing the crappy things. I'm saying, listen, you know, Noah, you're so competent in these areas. It's like I'll use Noah as an example. He's one of our camera operators. He might as well be the DP when I'm like hands off DP mode. Noah rules. So I'm just going to hop <laughs> in and
1: interrupt you for a second. Noah, if you're watching, you, you rule, you rule.
0: And here's why he rules. He, he's not just thinking about the camera, the lens and the visual side of it. He's really good at coaching people and saying this would look better if you moved your hands this way or moved your body this way or fixed your posture. He takes note of these small details that creates confidence. When you can create confidence in front of the camera, that pays off. Can
1: I chime in for a second and yeah. add something to this? Because I think, you know, just as much as it's important to, you know, let, let's talk about the team element, right? The, the whole theme of this episode creating that confidence of the person that's in front of the camera. Cause most often when someone gets in front of the camera, the highest percentage of people, they're not confident. They're un, you know, they're, they're, they're worried about what they're looking like, what they're sounding like, all that sort of stuff. Keeping with, you know, Noah being the example, he's one of uh, the few DPs or cam ops, you know, whatever way we want to put it. He's one of few people Great that teammate. has, yes, he, he's one of few people that has given me as a director, the confidence in being able to trust that he knows what we're doing because just like you were saying he's not just looking at it from the oh we're l- using this really rad camera and the lighting looks rad and cool I'm going to point this camera at this thing and it's going to be so cool we're going to get su- such a sick shot he is doing those things he is communicating he is sharing that he is verbalizing what he knows as a good dp needs to make this shot better not just from the cinematic standpoint but from the overall project standpoint hey It would help if you stood like this a little bit better. Yes, visually it's going to help, but here's also why. Hey, do these mannerisms or less of these mannerisms. And that's not, again, just because of the shot for the sake of the shot. That's because as a team, we have communicated the goals and tasks at hand. So I, as a director can stand you know, over at the monitor and be looking at the shot. And there's less effort that I have to give to try and sit and be like, okay, guys, wait, can we actually redo this? Because we're kind of missing the point of what we're trying to capture. When you have somebody like him who is sitting and they know the team environment that we're working in, yeah. it allows everything to be a much better oiled machine because he's sitting and it's not, it's not about his skill behind the camera. It's his understanding of we are all working as a team. So he's going to be thinking a step or two ahead of, oh, okay, what what did when Ross and I talked about this shot earlier, what did he say he was looking for and why? What's the emotion? Okay, I need to convey that to the person in front of the camera. Or when Josh and I were talking earlier about the way that this shot needs to be laid out or the way it needs to look, why did he say that thing that he said, oh, it needs to look like this and here's why? It's not just the single focus task at hand of getting a cool shot, getting the cool lighting, using the cool piece of gear. It is, it does go straight back to everything we're talking about of filmmaking being a team effort. The yeah. work that he is doing in his individual position, right? As, as him, him being a player on the team, doing his one thing, that comes from and plays alongside every other player in position Doing something else on the team.
0: Yeah. And and one thing that you're describing, and I think all the people that we're always attracting, whether it's attitude, what I would say, and we, we say this on the show all the time about marketing, you know, brands need to be more proactive in their marketing efforts. That's what we look for with, you know, okay, Noah or Trevor or Louise or really anyone on our team. They're always looking at what's next. And, you know, when I think about something that, you know, you and I talk about all the times, we're anti-hierarchy in the sense that like, there's no like the directors, there's no above the line and below the line for us. Does that make sense in some places? I'm just going to say, no, it doesn't. You know, when I'm talking from a leadership place, it's not that I'm Josh the boss or you're Ross the boss or anything like that. It's that we're all working towards this goal together. Sure, I might know or I might have more reputation at stake or anything like that. But at the same time, I like to think that the stakes are raised for everyone. Everyone on the team wants to do a good job. They wanna leave an impression. This goes for the client too, you know, like thinking back to CrossFit Gehanna, Brian was there every step of the way asking how he could help being right beside us. And he wasn't nitpicking us. He wasn't micromanaging us. He was just excited to be there and he was trying to be as helpful as possible. And he had things he had to do. So he had to leave us. And it wasn't like he was like, boy, I hope you guys can keep the ship sailing. He's like, I'm going to step away. You guys got this under control. I'll be back a little bit later. Text me, call me if you need anything at all. That's what I look for in a relationship because what happens if I have to step away? What happens if you have to step away? I'm not going to discredit you. Our client's not going to discredit you because we have a foundation of trust that that middle core value of ours, honesty. That's a two way thing. That's not, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, client, client, you be honest with me. Hey, you know, crew member, I want you to be able to be honest with me. You know, like, do you need to leave early? Do you need more from me to be able to do your job better? Do you feel taken care of? This, this team building side of things is a lot more nuanced, but it's also a lot more common sense than you think. Just treat people as people. You know, don't act like you're above or below or anything. Like, just see eye to eye with people. Add value where you can. Think about what would I need in this position Take the time to ask yourself that question, and that plays a big role in making a great on-set experience, which turns into a culture, which turns into something that's very attractive. You know, how many people reach out to us that are like, I would love to be a part of your team or to work on your projects? That's so flattering to me. But furthermore, I'm able to connect more creatives to more opportunities, whether it's on our sets or whether it's on other great production companies. It's just about making sure that like the creative community, the creative process becomes a lot better. When I think about like scalability, for example, you know, if we're on like a one or two person shoot, sure, like that's not super exciting from a leadership standpoint, but it is really exciting from an efficiency standpoint for me. And if we have an opportunity to do a bigger project, we can scale up and we're not penalizing a client either. It's kind of figuring out like navigating the budget thing. How much does you know, a video cost? Well, it really comes down to what's it gonna to take to get it done? What resources do you have set aside? And we can kind of prescribe a few different ways to get that done. This team sport mentality, this team sport approach to it, isn't about a traditional like a basketball game of five on five. We can actually customize up and down to see what game
1: we're trying to play. So before we start to wrap up, I'll ask a little bit of a redundant question because I know the answer, but I just want to kind of throw it to you. Um, How key, how important in all of this is just simple, good, clear communication?
0: It's the most crucial piece. And here's the problem I have is everyone says communication is key over communicate, What are you communicating? Why are you communicating it? What response do you need? Giving people, whether it's your crew, whether it's your client, some clear direction, some clear objectives, some clear, you know, like even choosing the right channel goes a long way in the quality of communication. I can say all day long, communication matters more than anything else. But if you're not communicating the right way at the right time, getting the right information, it doesn't matter you need to make sure that there's as much direction to that communication as there is to a project.
1: Yeah. The key is within the communication, not just the communication itself because the value of communication can go up or down depending on how you're sharing it. Um, So before we officially wrap this one up, um, let's just kind of ball everything up together. If someone's listening to this and maybe they are a client of somebody um, you know, maybe they are a business who's wanting to reach out and, and make a production happen with somebody, or maybe they are a production person themselves. Let's speak to both of those audiences, whether it's the same advice or a little bit different for each one. What's the last bit of advice you would leave for somebody when it comes to the idea of making sure that filmmaking and production is more of a team sport? How can people get better at that?
0: I think the the s- most simplistic advice I can I can give is just being open minded to the process, being curious, trusting processes. You know, whether you're working with us, whether you're working with another company, asking what is the process and how do I fit into that rather than trying to will upon that. You know, like when I think about our, our best clients, and we, we don't have this friction point as much as we did early on, but it's like, why do you need so many people was mm-hmm. one of the things we'd hear when we we're in the music video space all the time. And it's like, well, because we do, and I've thought through this, and you know, I hate the video expert. But for me, it's like, I'm just trying to make a great experience for you. I need you to be open-minded enough to understand that I've done this for 12 years now. I think I have some sort of sense of rhythm, of chemistry, and more than anything, I don't want you to be stressed during your project. I have these people, these tools, these partnerships in place to make it as stress-free as possible so that we can get back to honestly making art, telling your story, making sure we all enjoy that experience together. Just stay
1: open-minded. Beautiful. Well, I would say that is another episode of this here podcast. He's been Josh. I've been Ross. And hey, uh, team effort. Here's a layup. What's the what's the, what's the closer we say for this episode? Story takes responsibility.
0: Boom. Thanks for joining us on another episode. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend, rate and like, and all the things we're supposed to tell you to do. If you want more storytelling tips and perspectives from the Mylan team, please join our newsletter and visit the website at mylan.company. That's dot company. Additionally, if you need help in your video marketing or want to learn more about our method, please feel free to book a discovery call with our team or email josh at jcp.co. This podcast wouldn't be possible without all the great companies that trust us, challenge our way of thinking, and offer amazing feedback. We love to add value to other companies, leaders, and productions. Being a part of that journey is an honor. This has been the Myelin Video Production Podcast. Story takes responsibility. Until next time.